Here in the Eagle Newsroom, I'm Travis Brown next to Robert Cessna. Of course, Jimbo Fisher struck back at Nick Saban's accusations that A&M, quote, bought all of their roster, end quote. Uh, Cease, you've been around. You've covered these parts for a while. What was your take from this press conference uh, where, Nick, where Jimbo Fisher said he's done with Nick Saban? The wild, wild west is here. Man, I just, just can't wait to see how it goes forward. You've got two of the biggest names in the game coming out. Guns a-blazing. I figured Jimbo had a, would have to say something. I was kind of surprised that they did the press conference so quickly. But, of course, get it out in the open. I think uh, there will be some ramifications, some you know things from this. But, wow, when you've got – you know, usually dirty laundry is handled behind closed doors. But that just shows you where we're at in our – our instant society because of social media because of twitter actually when did it hit last night nine or ten saban's comments after the deal here we are 12 hours later jimbo fisher is in front of the camera saying hey look let's talk about the zara football i mean we're talking about things happen now yeah i you know let's let's first start with uh, nick saban's comments where he talked about a&m buying the entire roster but it was a part of a whole conversation about where nil is and, and kind of some of his complaints about it do, do you think saban had a point kind of what's your take on maybe what was framed around the accusations towards a&m first thing i saw when you text me because you you, you found out for us and text me and i was at the house working on something else and i always immediately go what is Saban trying to get? If you remember right, going back to the SEC media days, when NIL was just new, we were trying to find out it was, before Saban talked at SEC media days, he mentioned his quarterback was approaching seven figures in NIL deals. He did that to let people know, hey, come to Alabama, that's where you want to be, you'll get the most bang for your buck. So here we are. Who's he talking in front of? Birmingham businessman, the shakers and goers in Alabama and Auburn or what have you. Al- Alabama needs money for their ideals. Saban was playing the audience. You're not going to go into a group of Presbyterians and talk about what the Methodists are doing. <laughs> he was getting his point across and I thought the AOL guy was wrote it perfectly when he said he volunteered. And we all know any time a coach volunteers, he's saying, Sestin, you're too stupid to ask me the question I need to ask. Let me tell you what the answer needs to be. Mm-hmm. So Jimbo Fisher's response. I mean, it, it, in essence, they, they kind of were both saying the same thing. They want uniformity in uh, NIL deals. They want the federal government to come in and, and provide legislation that provides uniformity. They just are trading off barbs in between. You're right, because they're really, in a way, saying the same thing. There's some, you know, to me, you get to the bottom lines. Nick Saban doesn't like losing. Nick Saban doesn't like being second. For the last 30, you know, the last 365 days, he's been second to Jimbo. Whenever Jimbo beat him, in going back to October, when Jimbo beat him, now Kirby Smart beat him, then Jimbo beat him in recruiting. So... Nick Saban's had three huge losses in the last year. Nick Saban can't handle one loss, let alone three. And then you have it, instead of me saying, hey, Travis, way to go ahead and beat me, thanks. What I'm going to say is, man, I'm going to get back at you. And, and then what are you going to say, like, if you're, if you're uh, 
Jimbo Fisher, you've worked hard to beat Nick Saban. You come into this program, look what Jimbo Fisher's done here in four years, a la Kirby Smart. In a gentleman's game, you're supposed to say, hey, thanks, but we know it's not gentleman's game right now. It's game on. So then Jimbo's got to come back and say, hey, look, my families, my coaches, we worked our butts off and we're getting no respect, so I'm going to take my respect. I, I think that what some of these coaches, the whole point of what Jimbo Fisher was saying today is that there, there, there's consequences for your words, but Jimbo Fisher called him, uh, Nick Saban a narcissist. He said God. God. He said he walked on water. He called him the czar of college football and then went on to say that someone needed to slap him upside the head like his old man did when he cheated and lied. I mean, have you seen... When was the last time that you've seen or heard a coach go that full bore into um, a situation like this towards another football coach? Well, I'd have to, I'd have to start scratching my head. And somebody mentioned about John Chaney and, and, and uh, John Calipari. That's a great one. And there has been those times, you know, you've had the deal when, uh, wasn't it uh, who said, uh, I'm not, was it Joe Paterno or whatever, and said, I'm not going to retire and leave the football ups football coaching to the Barry Switzers and the Jackie Sherrills of the world. Uh, you've had a few incidents where, but not to this extreme, but once again, it's social media. It's, it's the fact that instant, we got instant gratification. And what I don't like about it is you, you've got guy, two guys that are pretty good at what they do. And so you don't want to put your dirty laundry out there. I mean, you can't put the genie back in the bottle it's just like, oh, hey, let me tell you, when we go on the trips from Robert Cessna, he slaps food all over himself when he <laughs> eats. He doesn't dress up or whatever. You, you don't you even talk about you don't talk about those kind of things because you usually have respect for one another. But once again, we're, we're, we're living in a new world. Social media is so tough on some of these older coaches, I feel. Then you throw in the NIL and everybody trying to get their point across. And, and they're both doing what they have to do. And it's like, okay, you want to, you want me to, let me tell you Robert Sessa's story. I'll tell you Travis Brown's, Brown's story. And we can keep going. We can keep going on. So how long are they going to keep going on? And eventually you think they're going to say, hey, look, we, we need to, because Joe, Joe Paterno made up to Barry Switzer. I don't think he made up. To Jackie Sherrill, I you know if I remember right, last time I talked to Jackie, a long time, but you know sometimes things are done, and you got to wonder, Nick Saban and uh, you know Jimbo Fisher could be done when you when you start talking about what and really, can you remember anybody else? I always remember who's the last guy to call out Nick Saban. Remember at the the Vanderbilt coach called him Nick Satan, and, and the kind of that was just one comment, that was just one sentence. This goes way more than that. So I, I think I wouldn't invite them both to dinner at the same time. Yeah, let's do two more questions. One, where do you see, is NIL and, and the Wild West, like you mentioned, is it sustainable right now? How does it change? It's got to be changed because if you're, if you're a legislator right now, we talk, you know, people have talked about the government's getting involved, and you're sitting out there going, really? What is this? We need to get a hold on this. I think... A lot of people now will say, like, hey, we need rules and regulations. Uh, we don't need this coming up in the Pac-12. or the S You don't need this in other conferences doing the same thing because 
using the word buying players, there's always been buying players. I mean, ever since we had it, and everybody said, oh, now it's legal. Well, no, it's not really legal. Uh-huh. So there's when there's no rules, I've never been to Germany, but they say the Autobahn, there's no, no speed limit on it. And eventually, you see people slowing up because you go over 100, odds are you're going to kill yourself. And right now, we're heading on a collision, and somebody... There's going to be rules. There's got to be rules and regulation. I don't care how big you are. If you're God walking on water or you're just country boy Jimbo talking his horse sense, whatever, you got to get somebody to come in. Hey, look, what you said was wrong. What you said was right. This part of what you said was right. This part is wrong. We've got to have rules. Never more have we seen in NIL to me in the last 12 hours, there's got to be some rules right. and regulations. And to clarify, some of that is just to say that someone who can enforce this because the NCAA sure isn't oh, going to enforce it because of all of the antitrust uh, litigation and stuff they have to worry about coming from the Alston case. And this it's technically against Texas state law because all these states have their different NIL rules to persuade a student athlete to come to university with the promise of NIL. But there isn't any repercussions for that laid out. It's not a misdemeanor. It's not, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to get a slap on the hand or a fine. There's there's no way to enforce that. And I think what they're clamoring for is let's find a way to enforce this. So you mentioned it a little bit. Now we have SEC spring meetings coming up. We have SEC media day in late July and October 8th in Tuscaloosa, Texas A&M and Alabama face off in the first time since all this goes down. Where does this little feud go from here? I think, first of all, I think there will be, and I don't necessarily, I don't want to shortchange him, I don't think Commissioner Greg Sankey, but I think people behind the scenes, maybe at both Alabama and A&M, higher up on the chain, like presidents or whatever, Sankey get together. I think we might see less comments from Saban and Fisher moving forward, because I don't think this really helps both universities. Either. I, I just don't think anything like this can help. And I'm not placing the blame on anybody, but really uh, Nick Saban did throw out the first first comment, or maybe Lane Kiffin did. you got to go back yeah. to Lane Kiffin. Right. And what did Lane say today? For the first time, he had nothing to say. Remember, Lane worked. He, he and as soon both. as they tweeted out the link to the thing, he had his like little popcorn emoji like he's sitting back watching. So, you, you know, I, I think... We don't know what's going to happen on NAL, if it might be a year or whatever. But I think someone, and the people, cooler heads will prevail, that I think we're going to see the mudslinging done between Jimbo and and Saban. I think the SEC will get involved and say, okay, boys, uh, let's let's stop the personal attacks. Let's stop saying that you don't have facts. You can't come out and say someone bought players and, you know, whatever. So I think the SEC and the schools will get involved. Which will I be, might be wrong. Which will be much ado about nothing come media day right. in no, July. No, in other words, you're going to say like, oh, well, I'm, I'm moving forward or I can't say anything. My legal counsel said, SEC legal counsel said, I think they're going to defuse this real quick because – Hey, if you ran into Nick Saban out on the street today pumping gas in Birmingham, or if you see Jimbo out on Carson Avenue, wherever you're going to say, hey, man, what's it? You, you want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And, and they will be talking about it in their you know, individual small groups, but I don't know about 
in public s- setting when someone throws a, a microphone or, or a, a, you know an iPhone in front of them, I don't know if they'll be saying anything more. Well, we have all kinds of coverage from that press conference today with Jimbo Fisher on TheEagle.com, as you can see right here. So be sure to go there. You can watch the full video yourself, read some of the stories, and I'm sure Robert Cessna will have something to weigh in on that at, at some point soon. At some point, yes. It's like, man, you talk about a busy week with the A&M tennis team, the golf teams, the baseball <laughs> yes. team. It's like they could have picked an off week, you know, when we needed news. There's a lot of news out there. But, man, you're Jimbo Fisher. You're Nick Saban. The world pays attention. Twitter blew up. And I, I just got out of bed. I got out, literally got out of bed at 1045. The first thing I did was turn on my computer and go, Got to see the tape. Yeah, Gotta yeah. see the tape. Well, see the tape on TheEagle.com. Be sure to check there, and we'll be back with more coverage of A&M football.